Welcome to San Francisco City Insider, the San Francisco Chronicle podcast on the people and politics making headlines in the city by the bay. I'm Chronicle columnist Heather Knight. Something is broken in the city's behavioral health system for mentally ill people, but city officials don't know exactly what. There are millions of dollars being spent on mental health and substance abuse care every year, but still the mentally ill and drug addicts are a common sight on our sidewalks. City officials, from leaders of the Department of Public Health to Mayor London Breed and the Board of Supervisors, are trying to figure out what the system needs. But it's not as simple as just adding more shelter beds around the city. City Hall reporter Trisha Thadani will break it down for us right after the break. I'm Heather Knight, and I'm back with City Hall reporter Trisha Thadani. Well, thanks for being here today, Trisha. Thanks for being here, too. <laughs> um, so for the average San Franciscan walking around the streets of the city, it's really easy to see that we have a huge mental health crisis as well as a drug crisis. Um, we see people passed out with needles in their arms. We see people seemingly talking at nothing, wa- wandering into traffic. It's even easy to see people with hospital bracelets and gowns mm-hmm. who've just been released from SF General with nowhere to go. It seems like um, to the average resident that City Hall and the Department of Public Health just don't have a handle on this problem. Would you say that that's true after digging into this Mm -hmm. issue over the past couple of weeks? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no question that something is broken within the system and you even have city officials admitting that. So, for example, um, the new DPH director, Dr. Grant Colfax, he said, you know, if we keep doing things the same way that we've been doing them, we're just not going to address this problem. We're not going to address this gap. Mayor London Breed, um, who's even adding 100 more beds to the system, says it needs more coordination, focus, and accountability. And then you have the supervisors who are also highly criticizing the system, saying, you know, something's obviously broken. We seem to have the money, but what else do we need to do to fix this? Um, But the persistent question is like, well, what is broken? the system is is so vastly complex and it's made up of a range of services and programs and some some of those work with each other and then some don't. Um, uh, so it's a very fragment, complex, fragmented system. Um, and it's so complicated that Mayor London Breed, she created this whole new position within the Department of Public Health um, for someone who's just dedicated to like taking a step back, looking at the system as a whole, figuring out what's wrong and, and what else it needs. Um, but, you know, and as an average San Franciscan, I also I totally understand why it seems like the department isn't doing anything just with like the level of distress that we see on the streets. But after digging, digging into the story, I mean, it's to say that the department isn't doing anything is just completely false. Um, so, you know, even though it might not feel like it, um, the department already spends about $400 million a year, $400 million a year on this program, which is wild. Um, And so it's on the behavioral health system. So that means it's like our uh, city's system for mental health and substance abuse services. Um, But, and with all that money, it funds 2,000 beds um, for people who are generally homeless um, and they're suffering suffering from like a range of problems, again, from substance abuse to mental health. And that's um, those 2,000 beds are across about 300 different programs. Um, and then on top of that, like I said earlier, the mayor plans to add another 100 beds to the system over the course of the year. Um, so, I mean, they're clearly doing a lot, but the question is why, I guess, why isn't it working? 
Right. That is my next question, actually. <laughs> um, so if the city's spending $400 million a year on mental health care and drug addiction services um, and has 2,000 beds mm-hmm. soon to grow to 2,100, um, why do we keep seeing such um, so many people who are clearly mentally distressed on our streets? Mm-hmm. So the thing about the system is that it has, um, it's, it has a very personalized level of care. So, for example, if you're schizophrenic, you, there's one type of bed. Um, and then, but if you're withdrawing from meth or heroin, that's a different type of bed. But then if you're both schizophrenic and also withdrawing, that's a whole other type of bed as well. Um, and so that makes it a very, very tangled and complex web of services. And when I talk about bed, um, that also just means programs and mm-hmm. there's certain residential treatment programs. Um, it's kind of lingo for a treatment slot. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, for example, um, you know, if there's someone outside your home yelling on the streets, clearly going through some sort of psychotic break, um, and you call the police, um, which I'm sure has happened in almost every <laughs> single San Franciscan's time, um, so the police will bring them, can bring them to somewhere called um, a crisis care unit. So they have, we in the city, we have 133 of those beds or slots for people like that. Um, so, for example, at SFGH, we have something called psychiatric emergency services, where they will give, um, they will give people like the immediate care that they need to help them, you know, come down from that break and stabilize them, and then funnel them out to different parts of the system. Um, and then, you know, then the next step of care then ranges from, um, you know, acute inpatient care to step-down treatment bed, which all have their different um, different types of treatments and mm-hmm. therapies. And um, But the thing about all of this is that for most people, mm-hmm. it's voluntary. Mm-hmm. So the reason that we do see a lot of people on the streets is... Let's say someone at PES wants to go into a residential treatment program, which are the which are like. Um, and by that you mean psychiatric emergency services at so, San Francisco General. That's for the very acute emergency. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. But then from there, if they move from a residential treatment program, which is something like Hummingbird, which is a navigation center, um, then you know there's sometimes big wait times for those. And then during that wait time, if that person decides that they don't want to wait, then they can just discharge themselves back onto the streets. And unless they are considered, um, you know, a major harm to themselves or to others, which is a really, really high bar to have to prove, mm-hmm. then they can. the city can't do anything about that. Right. So, yeah, I recently did a story on the um, psychiatric emergency room at San Francisco General, and there's only, I believe, 18 um, slots there. Mm -hmm. And there were people in the hallways, sitting in chairs, lying on beds in the hall. It's, like, so overcrowded most of the time. And then there's only um, a couple dozen beds uh, for the next level of care at the hospital. And um, what I understand we really need is more residential Mm -hmm. treatment beds, which is out of the hospital setting, you know, more in the community. So do we have the money for that, and is that on yeah. the table? Yeah, so what it seems like here, it doesn't, re- from just my conversations with DPH and the supervisors, it doesn't really seem like money is the problem. Um, and there is sort of this general consensus that residential treatment programs um, are really helpful, and we could definitely use more of those beds. I think currently we have like 390 of those beds around the city. Um, but... And, and the city likes them because it can serve um, people with more general care. Um, but, but the thing about them is that it's not as easy as just adding more beds to the system. So a good quote from um, department spokesperson Rachel Kagan uh, summarizes this well. 
So she goes, quote, we know that there's a bottleneck there, but it's not an exact equation of open, oh, there's an open bed, put a person there. The question is, is the person a man or, or a woman? Do they have substance abuse problems? Are they blind? Are they in a wheelchair? Are they homeless? Do they have medical problems? There are many things that go into matching people into a program. Yeah, that makes sense. So what is the city doing about streamlining this and making it easier for people to get into these beds? Yeah, so as I um, mentioned briefly earlier, the mayor had created a whole new position and she hired someone. um, And this person is Dr. Anton Bland, who comes from Psychiatric Emergency Services. Um, And so he's going to look, his his job is to just look at the system and figure out where the gaps are, which sounds simple. But as we were uh, just discussing, it's going to be a gargantuan task. Um, But, you know, it's many are frustrated. I mean, including the the supervisors who I've been talking to, um, they're frustrated that it's it's taking like a whole new position for the Department of Public Health to be able to figure out what exactly they need um, in the system. Um, But, you know, uh, Mayor Breed came in, she realized this gap, and now Bland's job will just be to hopefully fix the system. (laughs) (laughs) Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Meanwhile, um, the mayor was in Sacramento a few days ago calling on the passage of State Senator Scott Wiener's um, conservatorship bill. He pushed one last year, which did pass, but the way it was written would only um, help they think a handful of people in the city. He wants to make it easier to conserve people who have severe drug addiction problems um, and make it easier for the city to compel them into treatment. And so when it was realized that this that his um, last try would only help a few people, he decided to expand it and uh, pushing to um, create a bill that would actually help 50 to 100 people in in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and the mayor is pushing for passage of that. So, um, but that, of course, will mean we need fifty to a hundred more beds to care for them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that'd be fifty to a hundred more people in an already very clogged system. So, yeah. we'll see how that goes. A lot's to keep an eye on. Yes. Well, thanks for coming today. It was good to see you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Trisha Thadani, for being on the podcast. To Libby Coleman for producing this episode, and to you for listening. San Francisco City Insider is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief, and Dominic Fercasa is this podcast's producer. If you like this show, please subscribe and give us a quick review wherever you get your podcasts. Have questions or tips? Email hnight at sfchronicle.com or find me on Twitter at hnightsf. Support San Francisco City Insider and a lot of great journalism with a print or digital subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.